Angus at Work, a podcast for the profit-minded cattlemen. Brought to you by the Angus Beef Bulletin, we have news and information on health, nutrition, marketing, genetics, and management. So let's get to work, shall we? Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Angus at Work. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Casey Brown. We're going to take a little bit different approach to things. Um, This is coming about because the theme of the Angus Beef Bulletin Extra this month is labor of love, opportunities in agriculture. So it's a really cool way to um, hear about different opportunities in agriculture. I get to talk to some really interesting people in um, a ton of different career choices that one, I didn't know were possible growing up, um, and maybe you or young cattlemen didn't either. Um, so I wanted to put these together, one to show that there's no one correct path to an, a, an opportunity in agriculture, and two, that there are a lot of really cool opportunities out there. So this is kind of reminiscent of my very favorite show, Golden Girls, in which they used to do some recap episodes. So this episode today is going to be cuts of previous episodes you may have heard before, but just the parts when people talk about their backgrounds in the beef industry and how they got to their current position. Now, I didn't put their names in the cuts today, so if you want to reach out to somebody to ask them some questions about career opportunities or or anything like that, please give us a shout at abbeditorial at angus.org, and I'd be happy to get you in contact with them. If you are a young cattleman or if you know of a young cattleman, please share this episode with them. Um, We're really excited to show all the really cool job opportunities there are within agriculture. So let's dig in. So I grew up on a farm in uh, South Central Kansas, Southwest Wichita. Um, grew up raising Simmentals, so we've we've That's made right. the conversion. They're all black. <laughs> they're all crossed with Angus now. So um, I moved home about four years ago to take over my family's commercial Sim Angus operation. We've got we do just enough uh, seed stock, flushing cows, stuff like that to to uh, run up a pretty decent bill, but not a huge one. But uh, we, we're primarily a, a Simangus cow-calf operation now. So got uh, got a five-year-old and an 18-month-old at home. So um, hey, how you too? My, my <laughs> five-year-old is uh, desperate to start showing cattle, which uh, is is exciting and, and terrifying all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it a, is your five-year-old a boy or a girl? Boy, yep. Right. Five-year-old's a boy and 18-month-old girl. That's exactly like mine. She, she's 18 <laughs> months going on 18 years. She's she's a little adult for her her little little body. <laughs> um, how did you decide to specialize in nutrition? Tell me about your interest and kind of how that started. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of a funny story. I don't know that it. it uh, I'm not sure what it says about me, but I was in uh, I was in college and I had a cousin who's a, a good friend of mine, and he was in extension. And I thought that was really cool that he got to, you know, give people recommendations, make make suggestions and stuff. And then about that same time, um, K State came out with some research, and it was feeding feeding commodities to, to cheapen up, up uh, rations and all that sort of stuff. And, and we adopted that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, that's, you know, that sounds kind of cool. I wouldn't mind being one of those people that that gets to tell people how they can do things better, cheaper, you know, be more profitable, all that stuff. And uh, so I saw my cousin doing that stuff as a county extension agent, and I thought that was really cool. And I went and spent a day with him, and we didn't do anything with cattle that day. It was, we were checking on worms and apple trees, and and I was like, whoa, I better rethink this because I'm not interested in worms and apple trees and stuff like that. So I, I 
did a little research. I was like, I need to specialize a little bit. So I got a master's degree. And uh, I got my master's degree. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I really like this. And so then I went ahead and, and I was like, you know, I want to, I, I really enjoy that. So I, I decided I wanted to get a PhD in it. And so I, once I'd, once I'd gone down that rabbit hole about as far as I could with a PhD, then I was uh, time to go to work and start paying off student loans. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it is amazing how many career options there are within mm-hmm. ag. Um, you can grow up on a farm and still be involved with cattle, and but there's there's so many options out there. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, everybody gives me a hard time because my hobby and my, my job are... are, are almost completely overlapping so (laughs) you're like you talk about cattle all the time what do you do for fun i'm like i mean cattle (laughs) yeah we'll go to a cattle show or a cattle sale that's fun (laughs) it just means that you made the right choice right sure Uh, i grew up on a small farm in central illinois um, crops and livestock both and uh, was really passionate about ag also really into horses my entire childhood Um, i actually went to the university of wyoming i was obsessed with the mountains so i went west for college there and then i married someone from wyoming um, who was from an ag background as well and stayed in wyoming now live in colorado Um, and i have worked on some ranches in both of those states as well Um, but my professional career i've worked for the state department of ag in wyoming uh, the usda forest service and then in remote automation prior to joining um, Agoro Carbon Alliance. I've been in the uh, some level of the beef industry for about 45 years now. Uh, a, a lot of years in the in the commodity risk management side of the business. Uh, have have been in the in the, the packing sector uh, a couple times. Uh, I've been with Rabobank for the past 10 years. And then prior to Rabobank, I was the market director with the Texas Cattle Feeders Association. Oh, cool. Did you grow up on a, a ranch, or how did you I get did. interested? I did. I grew up uh, on, a, uh, on a wheat farm and a stalker cow-calf and stalker program in central Oklahoma. All right. What, uh, what made you interested in econ and risk management? Well, I, I started off after I, as I left the farm uh, as a cattle buyer. Okay. And, and through... The cattle buying uh, side of it, I got involved with uh, deliveries against the CME contract and became more and more interested in the the appeal of the futures market. So that's kind of what drug me that way. I got out of grad school and went to work for Cattlefax, and then I had the fortunate thing to be in the seed stock business and ranch for probably the next 30 years. Um, we made uh, a big decision here a couple years ago, and uh, I had the opportunity to come to work for the American Angus Association and work with the Angus Link program. So, Well, sure. I, I grew up on a small beef operation and then got into kind of the beef industry through the, the meat science world. I, I went to college and got involved in, in meat science and uh, came to South Dakota State University in a professor role back in 2007, and have just kind of continued in that area. But South Dakota's really been a state that, you know, a strong, strong tradition and, and a lot of diversity in the beef industry. So it's really been a fun experience to, to work with beef producers um, and, and kind of bring that, that meats perspective to them and a lot of the research and, and extension and outreach that we do. And Dr. Baker? So I grew up on a purebred Red Angus operation in southwest Minnesota, and I got into the meat industry 
by meat judging in FFA. Um, and I came to SDSU as a high schooler doing those meat competitions. And um, I came to SDSU for my undergrad and I worked in the meat lab. And then I, um, you know, just stayed in the meat um, in the meat realm and I did meat judging for collegiately. And um, then last year I joined staff as a extension meat science field specialist and I'll be starting as a assistant professor next week. So I grew up in Montana, uh, didn't grow up on a cattle ranch, but sit, spent time working on cow ranches and uh, working for different cattle producers. Uh, ended up going to vet school at Washington State University after um, attending undergraduate at Montana State. Decided that I wanted to work on cattle. Initially, my intent was to go back to Montana, but uh, kind of got sidetracked, did an internship and then a residency. Um, uh, internship at K-State residency at MU but all focusing on cattle so um, and then after that then I joined uh, industry and have worked on developing cattle products and supporting cattle products uh, cows are my passion you can ask my kids what's what's your dad's favorite animal and I'll tell you every day of the week it's a cow <laughs> that's awesome um, how old are your kids uh, so I've got uh, Six kids ranging from 30 to 13, so uh, kind of a wide range. At home, we just have the two youngest daughters, 16 and 13, and then uh, one of the older daughters is back home uh, helping out and looking for a job, just finished her master's degree. Oh, wow. Is she also interested in cattle? or? I don't think anybody is near as interested in cattle as I am. She, she, she uh, got her uh, master's in psychology, so... Just maybe to psychoanalyze me. <laughs> You've always got good practice then, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, so I was born and raised in, in Texas. Uh, so I'm a Texas native uh, on a cattle operation. Um, it was a, uh, I would be considered a fourth generation. Um, sadly, we end up dispersing, uh, but we still run Cattle to Gate today, me and my wife, in West Virginia, uh, where she is a third generation rancher as well. Uh, so we run a uh, commercial cow-calf operation, few stockers, and uh, so been in the cow business uh, all my life. So what got you started with Corteva? Um, I was with uh, Mississippi State University working on their beef unit at that point in time and uh, got introduced to them from a friend. And next thing you know, it was back when it was still Dow, Dow Agri-Sciences. I got picked up, uh, went to work for Dow in the range of pasture, being a range of pasture specialist since that was not only my passion but my background. Um, I got a, I have an agronomy degree as well, so all that kind of you know fit together really well. Worked in the Tennessee Georgia market for several years, and then um, just went into a market development specialist position last year. Wow! And so you said you're in West Virginia now. Um, yeah. Is your wife from there? She is from there. She won the coin toss. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she won the coin toss when it came down to where are we going to live. But uh, we were we were in Tennessee raising cattle there. Uh, Love Tennessee. Um, but like I said, her family has a large cattle operation. She's a veterinarian, and uh, she had an opportunity to buy uh, the veterinary clinic that is in her hometown. Oh, wow. So that was pretty appealing for her and, and made, made a really wise choice to do that. She's got a successful practice there today. Oh, that's wonderful. Listeners, thanks so much for joining us on this special bonus episode. We're so excited to share these creative ways to be part of the uh, agriculture industry. Share with us your labor of love. How did you get to your position? Was it a straight shot or did it take some curves? Um, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know at abbeditorial at angus.org or comment on our Facebook page or our Twitter account. We would love to 
um, talk with you on either of those. If you are not subscribed to our Angus Beef Bulletin or Angus Beef Bulletin Extra, check out the resources to do so in our show notes. As always, we would love it if you would rate this podcast or um, share this with other profit-minded cattlemen. Thanks for joining us today. This is Angus at Work.